0: Hi, I'm Tiffany Roten, and this is Happy Young Adults, Episode 30. This thought can make or break your life. Welcome to Happy Young Adults. I'm Tiffany Roten, owner of Direct Your Life Coaching. I'm a huge fan of young adults, a mom of five, four of which are young adults, a lover of everything outdoors, and a certified life coach. I'm here to give you tools to feel better, to find more confidence, to feel less stress in your life, and to look to your future with confidence and excitement. Let me help you learn to become a happy young adult. Hi, friends. How's everything? Now, I know that I often talk about how powerful your thoughts are, but today we're going to talk about how literally thoughts are going to either make or break your life. Now, I know some of you might be saying, how is that even possible? But I want to illustrate to you today how that is possible and how learning this and becoming aware and changing it can make a huge difference. So, I'm going to make a case for why our thoughts are so powerful, and I'm going to give you some of the thoughts that I've had in my life that have really either hindered me or helped me. So you've heard me talk before, but we have so many thoughts. There's there's um, studies that show we have anywhere from 30,000 to 50,000 thoughts per day which I think is unbelievable. I can't even imagine. But if you pay attention for a minute, if you're driving down the street, you'll see how quickly your thoughts change. And that's always kind of amazing to me. There's lots of random thoughts. And there's also what I like to call habit thoughts. And those are the kind of thoughts that are going to either make or break your life. I started noticing a long time ago that there are literally thoughts that I think every day. And those are what I call the habit thoughts. But if those thoughts are really negative or um, self-deprecating, they can really create a really powerful um, either problem or solution in your life. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And I want to kind of explain this. So from the time we're young, we have experiences And we start to generate thoughts in, in regards to ourself and the world around us and the experiences we have. And then we kind of perceive those and kind of what's going on. And from that, we sort of create these thoughts and then we practice these thoughts and pretty soon they become kind of habitual and then they become our beliefs, right? And those beliefs really are what dictate to ourselves, how we're going to navigate life, how we're going to look at ourselves and how we look at the world around us. So becoming aware of how we think is absolutely key to understanding yourself and where you want to be and and how you want to think. And then once we decide and we become aware of those thoughts, we want to decide what thoughts we want to keep or what thoughts we'd like to clean out. I always like to think of our thoughts or our brains like, you know, our rooms Sometimes we kind of have to go through the room and we have to bag up old clothes and we have to, you know, decide what things we want to keep and we bag up things and we, you know, give them to charity or throw them away or whatever you do with them. The same thing goes with your brain. Occasionally we have to go in there and we have to figure out what things need to be cleaned out because sometimes we get old, dusty, ugly thoughts in there and they're habitual and they cause us a lot of grief. So, I'm going to give you some examples today of some thoughts that I have discovered over the years and as I became more and more aware of how I thought, how they dictated my life and what I did in my life. And you will see through this how powerful thinking can really be. So one of the thoughts that I discovered um, actually while going to life coaching school is um, kind of a deep-seated thought that I have had for probably most of my life. And it is, I am not worthy or I am not enough. Both of those are kind of similar, but, um, and, and by the way, lots and lots of people have this, this habit thought. I, in fact, there's very few people I've ever talked to that it doesn't boil down to this thought in some way that I'm not enough. I'm, you know, there's something wrong with my life. I'm not worthy. So, I want to show you how that can affect your life and and I'll do that by illustrating myself and what it did in my life. So from the time you know I was in elementary school all the way through college, I found myself believing that I wasn't worthy, worthy of people, worthy of situations. Um, but when I when I discovered this about people, what I discovered is that I'd always had this idea that I'm not worthy of people, that I didn't really belong in friend groups, that there were people who didn't want to be my friend, which really caused me to kind of struggle more socially because of it. And everybody was always more worthy than I was. It affected who I dated and how I dated. Or in my case, I didn't, I didn't really go out on that many dates. And I think that was part of it. I I wasn't worthy of the people that were asking me out. And and so what I did is I would self-sabotage somewhat so that they wouldn't even look at me. Like I'd either play shy, I'd play small, and I believed I wasn't worthy of all these things in life. And so what I would do, what we often do is we build walls to protect ourselves so that no one can see that we don't feel worthy, right? So it, it really deeply affected it, it, how I viewed the world, how I viewed myself, how I viewed others. And it really took into my forties to really understand that worthiness is really all in our heads. It's all a belief about ourselves and really what makes someone worthy or not worthy. Like if we really try to define that, it's really hard to define. Is one person really better than another? Well, I've discovered not really, but we do put each other on, on, what am I trying to say? On above each other, right? And when I started to see this as a habit thought, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I have thought this all my life. And what this has done overall is it's caused me to play small and hide. I don't go for things. I don't make big goals. I don't try for really hard things because I don't feel like I'm worthy. So the first step in changing this was first getting really honest with myself and becoming aware that this was a real strong belief that I had in myself. And sometimes it's a little painful when you discover this. You're like, wow, this is what I've thought all these years. But what it did is it allowed me to really stop and question this belief. And over time, I've worked to prove to myself that this actually is a very false thought And then what does it even really mean? So once I did that, then I found that I was free to be able to be more worthy, that maybe I am worthy to be among people and stand tall in the world and love myself and show up. And I started doing this more and more. I started finding evidence of all the ways in which I was worthy. And by the way, it took so much practice. This old thought that I had that I wasn't worthy, it just kept coming back and back and back. And believing that I wasn't good enough really affected my life. But I continued to recognize it and I continued to kind of prove it wrong and then try and correct it and change it with different thoughts that helped me to feel differently. And again, learning that I was worthy, that it was possible. I didn't, I did you never go from like one thought of like, I'm not worthy to yes, I am. Because it's too big of a jump for our brains and our brains are going to be like, no, you don't even believe that. So we take little baby steps. And so mine was, maybe it's possible that I could be worthy. And what it does is then the brain goes out and goes, well, I don't know, should we see if we can find evidence for that? It's really powerful. And so what it does is it gives me hope. And when, when I find that I'm like, maybe it is possible that I'm worthy, I go out and I find ways that I am. And it changes how I feel about myself and it changes how I show up in the world. And so, obviously, my results are a lot different. I'm doing things differently the older I get because I feel like I actually have something to contribute and I am worthy to contribute. So, another th- habit thought that I have carried for so many years is this idea that I don't have enough money. I've never had enough money. And this is a really, really common one I've decided to, when I've coached lots of young adults, they, they, uh, we found this belief to be pretty common, but I want you to tell me what, what is even enough money? Like, what does that even look like? Can you give me an amount of what enough money looks like? This habit thought, what it caused me and what it will cause you is that you live in scarcity your whole life. No matter how much money you have, no matter how much you've gained, no matter how many things you have been able to afford or do, it's never enough. And it's caused me to just have a really negative outlook on money. It makes it kind of miserable. Like money is just a miserable concept and has been in my life. It's not fun. It's scary. It's worrisome. It causes stress. It's depressing. And no matter how much I worked, it was just never going to be enough money. And this causes worry all the time. And so I discovered this and I started asking myself well, what good does believing that I don't have enough money do? Does this worry somehow help you create more money or make more money? Does it improve your life in some way? Of course, we know the answer, right? I learned that no matter what amount of money I have, it can be enough money if I think and believe that it is. And what that does is it helps me just feel more free, more relaxed, more abundant, more confident that I can create the money that I want. And when I'm feeling that way, then I'm then I'm coming from a place of abundance and then making money is generated by that. And so money becomes a lot more easy and not so stressful. And when I look back and find evidence, I've never been able to find a time in my life when I actually starved to death or that I was homeless. Like I've always been able to figure out a way to make enough money for what I need. And I also sometimes will look and I'm like, listen, if I got really, really bad trouble, what are the resources that I have around me that I could help myself. And so just realizing, listen, no matter what, I will figure out a way to have enough money and, um, and choose the way I want to think about money. I want to think that money's fun, that it, that it can be generated easily. I mean, for heaven's sakes, we live in a world that is crazy. We can make YouTube channels and Instagrams and TikToks and all these things. And people are making big time money, and if, and, and these are people that believe that it's possible and they go out and they do it. And it's, it's pretty amazing the world in which we live in which you can figure out ways to make money, but you have to be really careful because however you think about that is going to be your end result. If money is stressful and a worry, guess what it's going to be in your life. So if that's one of your hobbit, habit thoughts, let's start creating more abundant thoughts. Like money's easy. Money's fun. I can figure this out. I will always have a way to make money. It's a lot more enjoyable and it's more likely to drive an abundance of money, right? Okay. I want to tell you one more habit thought that I have discovered that I have had since I was young and it is that I'm not smart enough this was one that I picked up in grade school. I really, really have always struggled with math. I have other subjects I'm good at, but math is one of the things that I just have never gotten. It doesn't make sense to me. And so every time I would get stuck in a problem, in a concept, anything in school, I would repeat this out in my mind. Well, it's just because I'm not smart enough. And I, and I started using it as an excuse I started thinking, well, maybe I shouldn't go to college because I'm not smart enough. And well, maybe I shouldn't try out for this or do this. I mean, it's really started affecting my lives in so many ways. But guess what happens when you believe that you're not smart enough? Well, it, it affected the rest of my schooling, even up through college and beyond. Every class that I took, I'd already believed that I wasn't smart enough and it caused me to feel hopeless. And then I was powering all of my schooling and all of the things I did from that emotion and that it created, which is hopelessness. So I went into tests, quizzes, assignments, everything from this place of, well, I'm not smart enough. I'm, It's hopeless. I'm not going to do well. I'm not going gr- to be able to graduate from college. When I entered college, I didn't believe I'd ever finish because I did not believe that I was smart enough to do so. And luckily, I don't know why I finished. I think I was trying to prove something to myself. And maybe I was trying to prove to myself that I was smart enough. But anyway, we can see that that is just a thought because like, what does smart even really mean? Like, could you define smart? My husband likes to always tell my kids that there's so many different ways in which we could quote be smart. Like some people are really street smart. Some people are really book smart. Some people are very socially smart. Some people are very business smart or savvy. And I could go on and on and on. Smart is one of those words that's kind of hard to define. It's all based upon our perception, right? And so I believe, I've learned to believe that we're all smart in our own ways. We just have to discover where we excel and allow others to, where they excel and just to know that we're all smart in our own way. But once I discovered that, that I not number one, that I carried around this thought and I became aware of it. Then what I started doing was try and redefining what smart was for me. I, I did start creating thoughts that and beliefs that I was smart in many ways, and I started finding evidence for that. And I started seeing what I had that I could contribute to the world. And when I chose to stop believing this old thought and start believing something new, guess what happened? When I believe that it's possible that I'm smart, and that I have many things to contribute, it makes me feel confident in myself and in the abilities that I do have, the gifts that I have, that I have the ability to change the world. And so guess what I'm out doing now? I'm trying through the knowledge and the experience that I have to go out and help change the world one young adult at a time. And do you see how powerful changing that thought really has changed my whole life. The trajectory of which I had for my life, you know, if you'd asked me 20 years ago, I'd have been like, well, I'm not smart enough to counsel someone else in their life. I'm not smart enough to tell people, you know, what I think might help them in their life. I would have played small and I would have not done what I felt in my heart was a really, it's like a calling to me that I feel like going out and helping young adults, who are just like I was and feel like they're not good enough, they're not smart enough, they're not pretty enough, um, all of these beliefs that hold them back. So I really don't spend a lot of time believing that I'm not smart anymore. It's kind of a waste of time. And, And the beautiful thing is when I'm not spending energy thinking that, I can take that energy and I actually focus on the way that I am and I use that to bless the world. So can you see through these few illustrations how these habit thoughts that I've discovered, which are, I'm not worthy, I'm not smart enough, I don't have enough money, have deeply affected my life. And there's dozens and dozens more. You're going to be discovering the rest of your life, all these different habit thoughts you have. But again, the more aware you become, wow, it changes everything. And and the good news is, is that once I learned that this was going on, and I got really honest with myself, I decided to question all of these beliefs and thoughts that I had. And I started finding ways to change them. That is the power I have within myself to change the way I think. And it changed the way I felt. And it changed my actions. And it totally changed the results that I am getting in my life now. So when I tell you that thoughts are powerful and control- will control your lives, I'm not kidding. It, it, it really is a powerful concept. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to start looking for patterns in your thinking and in your life that are habitual. Are there certain thoughts that you think every day about yourself? Are there certain ways that you look at yourself on a regular basis? Are there things that are holding you back because of, of thoughts that create fear? Because usually underneath all those beliefs and thoughts, are things that create havoc in our lives and if we're not careful in our future. Once we can get real and discover those very powerful beliefs and thoughts and start to question and change them, that's when you start seeing some major change in your life. And I saw some dramatic changes in mine. So one last thing. Powerful, habitual thoughts that are good and that create power are also going to drive incredible results. So I want to share with you a few of the thoughts that I practice and am learning to practice in my life that are helping me to find hope and excitement for the future and excitement for this business that I'm creating to help young adults. And overall it just creates a lot more satisfaction, a lot more happiness, a lot more contentment for myself. So here's some of the thoughts that I that I've tried over the years to practice. Maybe it's possible that I am amazing. Then guess what my brain does? It goes out and it tries to find that, right? I help young adults find confidence in themselves to build a beautiful life. That that, that thought brings me joy and it drives me in my business. Another one, I have knowledge and experience that can help other people in their lives. Again, drives me and and my ability to really work hard at helping people. Another one. Beauty has more to do with the light inside than it does with outward appearance. I think about that a lot. Another one. Money is easy to make. Do you know what happens when you believe that? You get a lot more com- confident and then that result starts to happen. You find that money really isn't that hard to make if you really really Look at it that way. Okay. Another one. It's possible that people really do love me. And then I go out and find evidence for that, right? Um, I think I shared this one on a former pod- podcast on body love, but thank you, body, for enabling me to do what I can do. Like that is completely awesome. Okay. One more. My life has purpose and meaning. And I'm going out and discovering all of that. Those those thoughts really are empowering to me. They make me feel excited about life. They drive me in my personal life, in my family life, in my business life. And I could go on and on. I'm constantly writing down new thoughts that I have that I want to practice and believe in my own life. Why? Because I've discovered the power of our thinking. And how changing the way we think literally changes our lives. So with that, if you want to discover some of your habit thoughts, if you're struggling with that and how to change some of these thoughts that are really causing you some problems, reach out to me at directyourlifecoaching.com and uh, let me help you switch those around so that you can find the power and the strength that you have within yourself to create exactly what you want for your life. And then we get to create this dream that we have these these ideas, these thoughts. We create thoughts that help us get there, that help us get to that place that we really dream of, of, of being. So thoughts are powerful, y'all. Keep working at that. Keep looking at your thoughts. Keep becoming aware of how you think. It's really, really powerful. And with that, Have an amazing week and we'll see you soon. Bye. Are you in need of a life coach? Everyone needs someone to talk to, someone who doesn't judge you, someone who is safe and listens to understand. What if that someone was me? If you want to find confidence and a new way to look at your life, come, let me help you. Go to directyourlifecoaching.com, but just a warning, you will never be the same again.